everyone had two. But you only wanted one. So you kept taking and taking like a sickness. A sock sickness. Until you left everyone in the world single-socked. Isn't that right, Buster? Oh, I... Uh, I... I... I confess, I drank all the milk from Mickey's carton. And I backwashed. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode number 71 of the Mickey Shorts and More Disney Podcast. <laughs> I gotta use the radio voice. Come on. But first, we gotta introduce ourselves before we get too far down the road in case someone is new to the show. My name is Steve. And my name is Keaton. Yep, this is a father son duo show. I am obviously the father. Keaton is obviously the son. So yeah. you seven year old. That's right. You've got a seven year old podcaster who's been on the air for several years now, podcasting all about Mickey Mouse. I've I've loved like Mickey Mouse since I was like two or so. You have loved him for a very long time. You celebrated your very first birthday at Disneyland. So, this week we are here to talk about Season 3, Episode 15, called Sock Burglar. Now, if you're new to the show or you somehow recently just found us, what we do as a father-son podcasting duo is we talk about a different episode of the Mickey Shorts, the, the newer Mickey Shorts, Paul Ruddish-produced cartoon series. We do a different episode each and every week, and we are currently almost through with season three. Wow. I know. Kind of crazy. Episode 71. We've done this 71 different times. And as I said earlier, tonight we're talking Sock Burglar. Almost 100 weeks. I know. And and granted, a lot of times because of school and life reality schedules, we're on kind of an every other week schedule. So it means we've been doing this for for quite a while. But we love talking Mickey Mouse. This is a highlight of our week as we just get to sit down, chat, laugh together, watch an awesome little cartoon short, and dissect it as best we can. So that's what you're in store for tonight here on the Mickey Shorts and More podcast. Yep. Keaton, how goes life for you? Uh, on Monday, it did not end up well. I came home feeling a little scared. To tell dad that I got in trouble at school. <laughs> I was feeling a little scared to tell that. Uh, yeah, he didn't want to admit to that one uh, because he quote unquote accidentally glued a glue stick to his hand. Now, how one accidentally <laughs> does this, we will never know. But the teacher was not very appreciative. And he got to spend a whole evening without electronics, which he does not like. But I had a, but I had a good plan. <laughs> what was your plan here, buddy? To pretend I'm playing video games like playing with my toys. That's right. Old school playing with toys. Imagine that. Craziness. Craziness. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Well, people 
I mean, people might think it's funny that, you know, you as a seven-year-old first grader got in trouble, but they're here really to talk about Disney. So, you know what we need to do first? Yeah. It's time for the news. <coughs> Friends, loved ones, I gathered you all here to tell you something important. All right, so not much breaking news this week. We do have a couple of things to talk about, but they both pertain to Disney parks. Now, first of all, Keaton, do you remember what we were doing one year ago this week? Going to Disneyland? No, I wish. (laughs) Nope, one year ago this week we were all all excited because Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was opening up at Disney World. And so we were covering it. We were going on the virtual rides. We were talking about it left and right. We had shows leading up to it. We were so excited for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is celebrating its first anniversary this week. It is one year old already. And what a crazy ride it has been for that attraction simply because it was open for a couple of weeks and then shut down for several months because of the pandemic. But we are happy to report that the Disneyland version is still on track for a 2023 launch. They are still building it. The show building is complete, which means we now know nothing because they're just working on something on the inside. But it's a big show building. So, Keaton, thoughts on the first anniversary of Runaway Railway? I can't believe I, I I thought it was like coming like before Christmas or something. I know. Can you believe it's already been a year since that attraction opened? Yeah, I thought that was like bef- right b- before November or something. Yep. Of course, now you know the bummer part of this is this means that the attraction has been open a year, and neither of us has yet to ride it in person. I mean, we've written it a lot on virtual reality, but not we've not had the in-person experience yet. No. Yeah, the part we want to experience is, is what it feels like in there, not that's, see. That's right. We, we want the feeling. Not the see. Right. Now, in a somewhat related note, just because, like I said, it's about Disney parks, our second news story really is about the fact that Disneyland has just announced that it's going to launch a new outdoor dining experience at Disney's California Adventure in Disneyland. Ooh, a dining experience. Yes. Now, this is called A Touch of Disney. It's scheduled to start on March 18th, and it's going to run Thursdays through Monday from noon to 8 p.m. What this means is that guests can buy a ticket for $75. This wow. will include their admission, their parking, uh, all their photos, all that kind of stuff. And they can go through everything in Disney's California Adventure. The restaurants, the lands, everything except the rides. <laughs> the rides are not open yet. But all the rest of Disney's California Adventure will be open for shopping, for dining, for all the rest of that, for limited amounts of time each day with a hard price, hard ticket event. Like I said, 75 bucks a piece. Now, tickets did go on sale already. They started going on sale on March 4th. And believe it or not, they're selling out really well. So if you are interested in going to A Touch of Disney... Make sure to get your tickets now. You can go to the link on our website at mickeyshortsandmore.com. You can get your tickets. 
But yeah, check. I mean, if you want to get back on site in a Disney park, this is going to be the way to do it, at least for the next several months. So there you go. We are one step closer to Disney's California Adventure and Disney parks being open. I really hope they take this, you know, similar approach, at least if they have time in the short term to do this over in the Disneyland side of things. Or get enough money to go to Disney World so it can ride on Runaway Railway. That's right. But, the, I mean, hopefully numbers are starting to go down so we can get back to full operation at some point in time, or any operation at some point in time. But to me, this is a step in the right direction. It's people in the parks, and that's what we want to see. And so whatever it takes to get there, let's let's get it done. So that's the big news of the week. Now let's talk some... Mickey Mouse! Product. Product. And look at all these fancy doodads! The Mickey Mouse Product of the Week. Now, in our Products of the Week, we've had lots of physical objects. We've had plates and housewares and sheets and blankets and shoes and all sorts of stuff. This week, guess what we're doing with our Product of the Week? We're eating it! We're drinking it. No, we're not drinking it. You're eating it. Drinking it. Something that a lot of people love to do is when they go to the parks, they love to get giant Mickey-sized waffles. And when we were at Disney World a couple years ago, we had Mickey waffles, and they were amazing. But now, Ego Waffle is creating its own line of Mickey Mouse waffles. You can find these in your grocer's freezer at your local grocery store, at least once they come into stock. But make sure you are looking at... I want to see them. You want to see the box? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. There is an article about these in the show notes. So again, go to MickeyShortsAndMore.com. Check out the show notes for this week. And you can get the link in to see the Mickey Mouse Waffles box from Ego. So here we go. Here's your toaster. Now, whoever took the picture of it on Instagram, they they covered their waffles with uh, Nutella, it looks like. Nice and healthy. But here you go. Mickey Mouse Waffles. I've seen them before. Have you seen those in the store? I think I've had them before. I don't know. Well, wait. We do, we make our own Mickey Mouse waffles. We have a Mickey Mouse waffler. But you can buy them now in the grocer's freezer. So go check them out. Go spend some money on some Mickey Mouse waffles. And your taste buds will be happier for it. Ego? What's Ego? Ego is a brand that makes waffles. In different mm. shapes and sizes. I love waffles. <sighs> Me too, but I can't eat them anymore because they have too many carbs. <sighs> Growing old stinks. All right, what do you say we watch some Mickey Mouse, buddy? Uh-huh. Are you ready for the show? I love to watch TV, but I mostly love to watch Mickey Mouse. Yes, because Mickey Mouse makes us smile and makes us laugh, and it's one thing that we can do together. So that's why we like doing this podcast as much as we possibly can. So as I've said multiple times in the episode, we are covering Season 3, Episode 15, Sock Burglar, as our main part of the show this week. Now, the official show summary says, Minnie knits a plan to catch a dastardly villain who is stealing everyone's socks. Now, wait a minute, buddy. Who's this episode about? Mickey Mouse? Minnie Mouse! This is a Minnie Mouse short. So we so we are talking Minnie Mouse. That's right. So when the title card comes on the screen, it's not going to say Mickey Mouse. It's going to say Minnie. Now, 
here's a quick quiz for you. Do you remember the other episodes that we have talked about so far on the Mickey Shorts series that had the Minnie Mouse title card? His eyes are getting all wide. <laughs> Sometimes you can pull this off. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you the answers. First of all, there's Eau de Minnie. Right, which ha- which is all about the perfume. The second one was Clogged, which is when Minnie Mouse is in the ba- is in Holland, in her windmill, trying to water the flower. And the third one is Doggone Biscuits, which we covered not too long ago, with Minnie fattening up Pluto. So this is the fourth of the Minnie Mouse cartoons. Now the original air date is April fifteenth, twenty sixteen. Credit where credit is due because we love to you know, give, pay tribute to those who spent their time and amazing talents creating these. This was written by Derek Bachman, Joe Pitt, Paul Ruddish, and Dave Wasson. It was directed by, drumroll, Paul Ruddish. We don't get a lot. We get a lot of Paul Ruddish in the writer's room and, you know, produced by, but very rarely do we get a directed by. So this is a treat. And storyboarded by... Nope, not Paul Ruddish, by Joe Pitt. There's a new name for the Mickey Shorts. So that's the crew behind this particular episode. We are going to go now on a spy ninja thriller. There's a mystery brewing, and we're going to have to try to solve it. Complete with knitting ninjas coming from Minnie Mouse. This is going to be fun. You ready? Uh-huh. Okay, so again, for those of you who are, are new, we always try to explain this so so that everyone is uh-huh. clear. I do a countdown for you. Correct. And when that countdown is done, what you need to do is you need to click on the link in the show notes. It's going to say watch with us or watch the show or something to that effect. It's going to take you to YouTube. And once you click on that, then you can try to line it up with us based on Keaton's countdown. And then we can all watch the show together, which is fun. So, we'll show you how this works. Ready, buddy, to give us a countdown? Three, two, one. Minnie Mouse in Sock Burglar. Minnie Mouse is sitting and knitting away. She's knitting socks on a park bench. And as she's doing this, she's realizing that every creature that walks by only has one sock. Wait, what? The town socks have been stolen? <laughs> Here comes Minnie Mouse, or Mickey Mouse. Wait. He's like, wait, my socks been st- stolen. And she's like, wait. I'm right. You don't wear socks. Yeah, he does. He wears no-shows. All right. So she's having a sock emergency with her, all of her yarn. And they're knitting as fast as she possibly can socks for everyone. So everyone by tomorrow morning will have that sock replaced and the world will be right. But in comes a mysterious creature. The yarn is nervous. The socks are disappearing just like the Grinch stealing all the decorations. Oh, that's a So all the socks have gone away. Now, Minnie Mouse wakes up and she looks in her living room and there are no socks. They've all been stolen. Now, we think that she, her brain is spewing uh, steam, but it's just a pop behind her. Now, we're in 
a confessional booth. Minnie Mouse is dressed in her detective garb. She's interviewing all of these different people. We'll talk about these later. But who did it? Was it Goofy? I, I confess, I drank all the milk from Mickey's carton, and I backwashed. <laughs> okay, thank you, Goofy. I don't think someone's cooking fish. Oh, yuck, that is Goofy's feet because he's not wearing socks and his feet are just burning up in the, the night air. Okay, so Minnie Mouse just knitted herself a ninja costume. She's chasing who she thinks the bad guy is. She's throwing ninja stars, again, made out of knitting. She's using yarn to throw her from building to building. The yard has set a trap for this villain. She finally has cornered. And yes! Who does it reveal itself to be but Pete? Why is Pete stealing all the socks? Because he has a peg leg. He's peg leg Pete, remember? And he can't find socks for it. So if he can't have socks for his peg leg, then nobody can. So Minnie has an idea. She has knitted a special sock just for Pete. And that's melted his heart. And he's so happy he's going to release all the socks back out into the wild to go find their owners. And everyone's going to be happy. The dog is happy. Mickey is happy. And now Pete can do what he's always wanted to do. Bags! Uh, be a criminal, which just caused the bank to get robbed. It pans into... or. It, Iris is into Minnie Mouse. Just saying, like Minnie Mouse Clubhouse, Pete, Pete is always the bad guy. Yep, we have our villain. If it's not Mortimer, it's Pete. Actually, Mortimer has not been introduced yet as a villain, except for the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse. But so there we go. There was Sock Burglar. What was your favorite part? All right, Keaton. Initial thoughts on Sock Burglar. What'd you like? Um, I like the part how those little knit knitted balls are kind of like have eyes and a mouth on them. Yep. So her weapons of choice is balls of yarn. They have little eyeballs. They have little facial expressions and they go all over the place and they do her bidding. They tie nets up for Pete. They cause problems. They allow her to swing from building to building. They're a nice little superhero, super ninja tool. I also like the cute little dog. Hmm. The cute little... Oh, the dog is at the beginning when he's so sad because he doesn't have a sock. I mean, because we all know how much dogs like wearing socks, right? <laughs> no. Would our dog like it if you put socks on her? No. No. <laughs> you would get bit again. Uh... Yeah, I got a red bite on my face. Yeah, someone was playing a little too aggressively with the dog yesterday. But this is how we learn to how to be nice to animals. Okay, so for those of you that are, you know, kind of core Disney fans, what you really want to look at is the sequence that starts about 90 seconds in, minute and a half point, Minnie Mouse dressed as a detective, 
she's got all these people in a you know a police station confessional booth well it's kind of like that it's it's dark it's sinister she's got the the, the light above them where she's grilling the possible suspects there's also something i noticed well hold on let's let's talk about these guys and in here comes a whole bunch of classic disney villains that's the evil queen from snow white we've got the evil queen from snow white we've got who's this guy the big bad wolf. Big bad wolf. So there's all these like classic animation Disney characters in here. And then she finally gets to Goofy. And I love his confession here, which is why I played the audio during the show. Because he feels so bad. He doesn't know what he's in here for. He just knows he did something wrong. And what was it that he did wrong? He drank all the milk from Mickey's carton. He drank all the milk from Mickey's carton. And... He... Overbarshed? He backwashed. Backwashed. Which is gross. That means some of his own spit ended up in the milk carton that Mickey later drank. <sighs> but Goofy is so upset. And Minnie's like, okay. Because she realizes that she's causing him a lot of mental anguish. As he's lying face down on the table. <laughs> Poor Goofy. So the thing... I noticed if you look in one minute and 28 seconds, if you look closely, that kind of looks like the Tower of Terror in black and white. Oh, yeah. Good call. It kind of does. It's got that like black and white and lightning look to it you know, that we see from the pre-show of Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice call. It's very reminiscent of that. <laughs> so, yeah. More, more little uh, park references there. We love those. Another fun one, if you want to skip forward a little bit in time, is at the 2 minute 30 mark. In this particular case, it's just a fun visual because Minnie's using yarn, as we mentioned earlier, as her weapon of choice. And she's throwing it, you know, the yarn is, is you know, sealing off walls for her. There, there are all sorts of different things it does. But in this case, it has attached itself to Pete, who is being apprehended, in such a way that it looks like he's wearing a bikini top and a hula skirt, which I just a find... A bikini top? Like a swimming suit top and a hula skirt for girls. Which then falls off as she comes up to apprehend him and discovers that it's Pete. Why would you do this? And I love that it's just pretty much just nothing but a lack of communication. All Pete had to do, with as much as he knows that Minnie loves knitting, is go up and say, Minnie, can you knit a sock for my... my peg leg that, that's all he had to do but instead we went through this big elaborate criminals thing and now as we talked about at the end of the episode now that pete is free has been freed of this burden of not having a sock for his peg leg he can do what he wants and what does he want to do fight crime no 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 no, no. <laughs> quite the opposite my friend he wants to be more of a criminal. He wants to rob banks. So they have inadvertently now I'm triggered. crime. They have inadvertently triggered a bank robber. To which you get the zoom in on Iverson on Minnie Mouse. And she's like, uh, oops. You know, unintended consequences. But still, it's a very fun, kind of entertaining episode. Now, ooh, ooh, ooh. Here's something I didn't catch. So at exactly 19 <laughs> seconds in... This is a really fast shot, but a oh, newspaper, no. exactly, a newspaper hits Minnie Mouse in the face, 
And what is it on it? It's called obituaries. Mm-hmm. Do you know what an obituary is? What? It's a notice that someone has died. And who is in the obituaries? Oswald. Oswald, <laughs> Oswald the lucky rabbit. Some people have wondered if Oswald is coming back, and they have him silhouetted. I don't know who those guys are, but they have him silhouetted in the obituaries part of the, the newspaper. It's only on the screen for like a split second, but it's still a fun nod to uh, some interesting Disney history. But we love Oswald. We don't want him to see him die. No. Why did they even add that in this episode? That's horrible. One last thing, and this is this is really obscure. This this takes a little bit of effort. But if you look now at 21 seconds, back to the newspaper once again, there's a little trumpet at the top of the newspaper, which kind of indicates its name. Now, there's a f- newspaper all throughout the Marvel comic series, especially in Spider-Man called the Daily Bugle. And what is this up here? A bugle. So this is this is a fun visual nod to the newspaper being the Daily Bugle, even though that's only in Spider-Man movies. But you know, it's a big internet interconnected yeah. universe. I know that reference went over your head, but it's still it's still there, and Disney's having fun with itself. So what else did you notice as our audience from Sock Burglar? Let us know. Send us a voicemail. Send us an email. We'll tell you how to do all that in just a minute as we wrap up the show. But we'd love to hear from you and get your own thoughts on Sock Burglar. So that wraps things up for our coverage of this episode. You know what that means? It's time for now. Keaton's Keaton's Joke joke of the Week. It is time for Keaton's Joke of the Week, where Keaton presents you with some pun-laden funness. So, Mr. Keaton, what is the joke for this week? Mm, I got it. It matches our episode. Okay, cool. What do you call an ant who fights crime? We have had kind of a crime-laden episode, so hmm, what do you call an ant that fights crime? Ooh, 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 Ant-Man. No. (laughs) Come on, that's a good Marvel nod. All right, but not what you were going for. Okay, fine. I will respond as I should. How? What do you call an ant who fights crime? A vigil ante. A vigil ante? <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> That's a deep cut, my friend. Uh, a vigil ante. <laughs> you and your puns, I swear. All right. Well, well good job. Well done, my friend. And that is what we call Keaton's Joke of the Week. All right, so let's wrap this up so you can move on to the rest of your busy week as we can with ours. Thank you all for listening. Remember, you can find us on www.makeyshortsandmore.com. All of our previous episodes are there. You can find us and subscribe through Apple Podcasts, through YouTube, through Google Play, through Stitcher, through Amazon Podcasts. Whatever podcast player you use, just do a search for Mickey Shorts and More Podcast. Sometimes that helps, and we should pop up. You can connect with us on social media. Our uh, social network of choice is Instagram, but we are also on Facebook and Twitter. Just, again, do a search for Mickey Shorts and more, and we should pop up. 
We'd love to hear from you, as I mentioned a few minutes ago. The way that you do that, one of two ways. First of all, email us, mickeyshortsandmore at gmail.com. Or, even better, let us use your voice on upcoming shows by giving us a voicemail. Just call 541-321-0472. Give us your commentary on this episode or any of the others that we've covered. We would be glad to play that on a future show. Next week, Keaton, guess what we've got coming up? It's Kuele. Kuele Melody. This is a double-length episode from Hawaii... So, Kuele Melody is coming up next week. So with that, everyone, have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy out there. Keep watching Mickey Mouse because it brings a smile to your face. Anything else you want to say before we uh, turn off the microphone for this week, buddy? You might even want to look at the store to find some Mickey Mouse stuffies to cuddle with at night. Yep, you can't go to bed without all of your Mickey Mouse stuffies, and you've got a whole bunch of them. So go get some Mickey Mouse stuffies. They're good companions and friends if you're a young'un. And with that, everyone have a great week. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah.